0: Hello, good evening or good morning, James Fairchild here and welcome to my podcast, James Ames Business. I am recording this content on the evening of Tuesday 17th March, I'm going to re- release it immediately, I, I won't bother waiting until my normal Wednesday morning slot for the simple reason that it could well end up being out of date very quickly. This week's episode is entitled, Chaos and Disarray. What is happening to the world? We're all obviously acutely aware of coronavirus, COVID-19 or CV, whatever you might want to call it, and the enormous impact that it, and dare I say it, The hype around it, the media effect of that is having on everybody, businesses across the country, across the world. Do you isolate yourself? Do you try and continue with life as normal? For many people that's a personal decision, it certainly seems sensible. If you're one of the people that the government consider vulnerable, and I realise many over 70s will take issue with that, but that is nevertheless the government advice, it may well be prudent for you to, to follow it. Certainly if you're like my mother and the suggestion is made that she might want to adjust things in her life, Let's just say I was very firmly told that mother will continue as she is when I tried to raise this over the weekend. Certainly, I myself, am trying to continue functioning as normal. I'm available for business. I'm visiting clients, undertaking work, whether out and about. Or indeed, from my office here at uh, at my home, but we're in that sort of limbo, and it reminds me a bit of the period between Christmas and New Year, where you've got days which, to all intents and purposes, are normal business days, yet you know, usually the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, thirty first, or however the week falls. But yet, yeah, many businesses shut. Then, other businesses do remain open, but they find that things are quiet because other people are shut. It's a bit like that at the moment. I was, uh, I was in a coffee shop earlier today in Leeds City Centre, and the place was very, very quiet. I think there was. There's my table and then some other people a bit further along and then the member of staff. Certainly the roads are notably quieter and I'm informed that a number of parents of school children are electing contrary to the government's advice. They're electing to keep their children off school, rightly or wrongly. That is an offence, by the way, although whether whether any of the councils would do anything about it at this time, goodness only knows. Here, locally in Yorkshire, I'm hearing that a number of schools are being selective over which year groups they want to have in. If you're due to do A-levels or GCSE exams in two months' time, goodness knows what might happen there. But the best of luck, nevertheless couple of other things to make you guys aware of you possibly aware from the news already first of all IR 35 i did do a uh, a podcast on that topic a few weeks ago rip it up ignore it it has been decided just this evening by steve barclay announcing in the house of commons that there will be a delay of a year yesterday monday the 16th the house of lords Finance Bill Select Committee met and Lord Forsyth asked some very probing questions of officials from the Treasury and from HMRC. I wouldn't want to come up on the wrong side of him, I assure you. But no, it's been confirmed that those IR35 changes are now delayed for a year. That has to be good news, both for the medium and large businesses, i.e. not SMEs, who were caught by that, and of course the contractors themselves, although again I recognise for a number of people it will be, it will be too late, as you will already have changed your working arrangements, so on and so forth. couple of things to share from the budget, uh, last week, again uh, a lot of this has made the news already, but I did a previous podcast around statutory sick pay. Again, you can rip up most of that. Well, there's there's one key change. I, I did highlight previously that for coronavirus or for people who have been advised to self-isolate, uh, that statutory sick pay begins on day one. There's no waiting period. That is obviously still the case. I also uh, hear from the budget that for small employers with 250 employees or less the first two weeks first 14 days of statutory sick pay instead of you having to absorb that cost yourself the government will now reimburse that's up to the ssp limit so if you pay a contractual sick pay that's higher then as i understand the government will give you a portion that's equivalent to the SSP limit uh, back. Again, uh, this, these things are coming at us. Uh, there's not necessarily uh, written regulation or advice pages published for all of these things as of yet. There are some business rates changes which benefits a number of small businesses with premises along the lines of shops, potentially lock-up units. If your rateable value is less than £51,000 given the way business rates are calculated essentially they are based on a property's open market rental value as at 1st of April 2015, five years ago, so a rateable value of £51,000, that could well include some decent sized premises depending where you are. There is however to be a review of business rates later in the year of 2020, subject obviously to everything else. A bit of information around national insurance contributions. Uh, So a lot of, well, a a number of business owners give themselves a salary, which is at the level where they get credit for national insurance purposes, but don't actually have to pay any national insurance. At present, for the next two weeks that would be an annual salary of between 6136 and 8632 come the start of the financial year that uh, range would be between 6240 and 9500 so what we call the primary threshold has jumped almost uh, 900 pounds a couple of other highlights from the biz uh, the budget last week that i'll share the tampon tax as it's called uh which was a, a vat supplement of five percent on uh, ladies uh intimate uh, ladies products uh, time of the month products uh, that has now gone there's been a long campaign uh, by ladies to change that and, uh, and rightly so as well also the electric Car luxury tax uh, that has gone uh, as of uh, as of uh, the start of next month until twenty twenty five. It may well come back, or or may maybe uh, maybe gone for good. Uh, but at the moment, only five years. So the luxury car tax on all vehicles over forty thousand pounds, but no longer fully electric uh, vehicles, how it works is there is an additional £1,600 of vehicle excise duty that needs to be paid across five years, uh, which if I remember rightly would be the the first time you renew, i.e. when the car has its first birthday onwards. That has now gone for electric vehicles. Um, if you have an electric vehicle made 2017 or later that had a list price of over £40,000 it is suggested on some forums that if you can that you may wish to son the vehicle on 31st of March of this month and assuming you can have the luxury of packing your car up uh, for a day or so, then re-tax it uh, a little bit later, uh, a day or so perhaps, uh, when the new rate without the duty, i.e. a correct new tax disc of zero, would then apply. But again, obviously, do, do your research into that before uh, before actually doing it. Just going to end with a couple of tips from me, which i don't think i've actually seen in, in any of the media uh, lately, but obviously lots of talk recently uh, about uh, washing hands and using using uh, antibacterial antiviral hand gel and so on and so forth, probably the two biggest sources of germs in terms of things that uh, that are on your person pockets wallets and so on the screen of your mobile phone let's give it a good clean many are waterproof now so you can uh, you know you can use a cloth with some product whatever that might be and and it will it will be okay again obviously check If you've got a case, take your phone out of the case, give the case itself a good wash, front and back. You know, let it dry and reassemble it. And related to that, all that loose change in your pocket is dirty. Give that a clean maybe. Perhaps pay into a bank or use it. Ideally, somewhere with a with a machine rather than where you need to give it to a person. But let's uh, if those two things can can clean can be cleaned. It's not going to hurt anybody, is it? I'm James Fairchild. Enjoy the rest of your week, and I shall be back hopefully Wednesday morning next week or earlier. If there's something that I think you guys might be interested in my take on, stay safe, keep washing your hands, and I'll speak to you guys soon. Goodbye for now.